Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Wednesday, February 2nd, 2022, and this is day 1418 of our journey together. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you and praise you and honor you above all others. There is none like you. Thank you so much for waking us up to see this beautiful snowy day <laughs> that you created for us. Help us, Lord, to be safe, protect Protect us, um, keep us uh, safe from all harm and danger. And uh, I thank you for your provisions, for providing everyone with what they need and that we'll just yield unto your will and and be in a safe place wherever it is you would have us to be uh, and to share with others and to make sure that they too are safe. I ask my Lord that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need. I ask Father that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's message is burnout. Yep, burnout. Have you ever just got just physically tired and mentally and spiritually and or any of those and just felt like I can't do this anymore every it seems like every single door is being shut in your face that you know like this uh sabotage against you you've got these you know a conspiracy against you because of what you stand for your beliefs you know um you have been blackballed i was just talking to uh, a dear sweet daughter in christ who was saying that that's what's happened to them and uh, what do you do you know when things like that happen and they do happen it's real how do we continue on well we're going to learn a little bit here about what Paul did when that happened to him and uh, the lessons uh, that we can take from this uh, as well to apply to our own lives. So we're going to be coming out of Acts chapter 18, verses 1 through 17. Acts 18, verses 1 through 17. And it says, After this, Paul left Athens and went to Corinth. There he met a, a Jew named Aquila, a native of Pontus, who had recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because Claudius had ordered all Jews to leave Rome. Paul went to see them, and because he was a tent maker as they were, he stayed and worked with them. So they have that in common and tent making. And listen, Paul had a great skill, and uh, so did they. And Paul was very. Um, he had wealth. He grew up in a wealthy um, household. They had a business, his family, as tent makers. And he could always fall on back on that uh, even while he's out ministering. So he didn't always have to count on others to take care of him. Uh, and it says, every Sabbath he reasoned in the synagogue trying to persuade Jews and Greeks. So basically like going to church and, and or, or a synagogue and teaching the people uh, about Jesus and trying to persuade them to accept him, Jesus, as their savior. When Silas and Timothy came from Macedonia, Paul devoted himself exclusively to preaching. 
because they were with him to help him, you know. So testifying to the Jews that Jesus was the Messiah. But when they opposed Paul and became abusive, he shook out his clothes and in protest and said to them, your blood be on your own heads. I am innocent of it. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. So, y'all, Paul was fed up. He said, I'm done. I'm done. He shook off his clothes as if to shake the dust off your feet and say, I put this back on you. And they were abusive. You know, I mean, how much of this can you take? And it can be mental abuse, verbal abuse, or physical abuse. Whatever it is, it is abuse. And it's hard. Uh, It's not something that we should have to take. It's not what God created us to have to uh, deal with uh, on a regular basis just to get his word out. All right. So now verse seven says, then Paul left the synagogue and, and went next door to the house of Titus, Judas, a worshiper of God. Crispus, the synagogue leader and his entire household believed in the Lord and many of the Corinthians who heard Paul believed and were baptized. So he went to a place where he was comforted, someone a a like believer. And, uh, you know, we need to do that. There'll be times when we are down and we need encouragement. We need to be, you know, edified and uplifted. And and what better place to go than to another believer that can understand. Verse nine says, one night the Lord spoke to Paul in a vision. Do not be afraid. Keep on speaking. Do not be silent for I am with you. And no one is going to attack and harm you because I have many people in the city. So Paul stayed in Corinth for a year and a half teaching them the word of God. What reassurance to to hear from God and for God to give him these specific uh, words of encouragement. And you know, God does the same for us. These words are for us as well. You may be literally going through something like this right now. I've been there, done that, and still go through it. <laughs> and, and it's and it can be extremely hard. You can feel very alone, very isolated. And we're going to get into that in just a bit. Uh, but but God is with you. So verse 12 says, while Gallio was pro-council of Achaia, the Jews of Corinth made a united attack on, on Paul and brought him to the place of judgment. This man they charged is persuading the people to worship God in ways contrary to the law. Just as Paul was about to speak, Gallio said to them, If you Jews were making a complaint about some misdemeanor or serious crime, it would be reasonable for me to listen to you. But since it involves questions about words and names and your own law, settle the matter yourselves. I will not be a judge of these things. So he drove them off. (laughs) Look at God, right? Paul was opening his mouth, getting ready to speak. And the Holy Spirit said, no, this man is going to speak for you. He's going to speak and and he is going to speak truth and let these people know, hey, get away from me. I'm not bringing judgment on this man. Then the crowd there turned to Sosthenes the synagogue leader, and beat him in front of the proconsul, and Gallio showed no concern whatsoever. So instead, they go to uh, 
this person uh, and took it out on him uh, because uh, he had been chosen to take uh, his, this says here, let me tell you in my um, commentary, says Sosthenes had been chosen to take his place. The mob could have been Greeks venting their feelings against the Jews for causing turmoil, or the crowd may have included some Jews. In any case, they be Sosthenes for losing the case and leaving the synagogue worse off than before. You know, and that's that's from their perspective. And later it's thought that this is the same Sosthenes spoken of in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 1, that uh, became a believer of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Point number one, there will be times when we will feel isolated, burned out, rejected, falsely accused, but down put down and hated because of doing the will of God, sharing the love of Jesus Christ with others, teaching about the kingdom of God, fulfilling our God-given purpose. We're doing nothing wrong. We're doing, we're being obedient to God, but burnout will happen or it can happen. I'm not saying it will happen to you, but, but the longer you're in this and the longer you do the will of God, you're going to uh, you're going to face opposition from the enemy and he will try his best uh, to make us stop and to be silent and uh, through attacks that may be indirect attacks through other people. Uh, and he works through people. So uh, sometimes it'll make get to a point where we don't like that person or even develop hate, which can also interfere uh, with our purpose, uh, because now we're getting hate and bitterness. And God is saying, you know, that you need to let that go. You need to forgive in order uh, to be forgiven. So that can interfere uh, with our uh, fulfilling our purpose for God. Um, so this is what happened to Paul while, while in Corinth. So don't allow that to stop you. Instead, ask the Lord what he would have you to do. Situations like this can be extremely painful, even to the point of making you question your purpose. The Lord gives us reassurance that we're on the right track and that he will make a way. Point number two, God said to Paul and the same he's saying to and he is saying the same to us. Number one, don't be afraid. Because that is the first thing that the enemy will bring. You know, here these people were out to hurt him. That can bring about a legitimate fear. Like, what am I to do? Uh, these people want to kill me. And they have been trying to kill Paul for a long time. So God is reassuring us and don't be afraid. Second, keep on speaking. So don't let that stop you from speaking the truth, the word of God, or keep you from whatever your purpose is to keep you from encouraging others, to keep you from showing hospitality, to keep you from being using your gifts in administratively. Uh, whatever that is that God is giving you to do, don't stop. Keep on speaking. Third, do not do not be silent. So he's telling us to keep speaking. And don't be silent. And and so uh, being silent, uh, even when, you know, you, God is telling you to take a stand for something and you might feel like if I speak out, it's going to bring harm not only to me, but maybe to others. And there are going to be cases where God is saying, don't be silent in that matter. Okay. Fourth, God himself is with you. He's with us. 
don't God alone is is more than than anyone else <laughs> or anything else. God owns everything. God created everything. So if we got God on our side, we got everything. <laughs> Number five, no one is going to harm you. Even though they harm the body, that will not harm our spiritual man. Our soul is not because that is the part of us that will be with the Lord for eternity. Yes, the flesh can be harmed. The flesh uh, will go back to the dust from where it came from, back to the dirt. Uh, but our spiritual man, no cannot be because as long as it's in line with God. So don't be afraid. And there's a time where we are going to have to go to be with the Lord. How the, how we transition from this life to, to be with him, you know, we don't know how that's going to happen or what that's going to look like. And sometimes it can seem pretty bad, but when it's that time and God says it's time, he will bring us home. Uh, six, God has many others going through similar things as you and will be there to support you, just as he did here uh, with the other believers. So don't reach out. Don't be, af- don't be afraid or don't feel like there is no one else out there that can help me. Uh, you are not alone, and God will provide that support for you. We are all here and in this together. We are a family of uh, Christ and uh, we are ambassadors of Christ. And as we are ambassadors, sometimes that ambassador, that representative uh, will be attacked and uh, the others will come along to lift up support and encourage. That is what we should be doing. And if we are not, and we see a brother or sister that's going through this down, we need to make sure that you know we take that time out. We should never be too busy to do that, right? I think, uh, you know, about people and my aunt, uh, my aunt Sheila, when, you know, in functioning in her purpose, how uh, women that may be dealing with cancer and uh, how God brought her out of cancers and healed her body. And uh, the assignment he gave her was to encourage other women going through similar uh, situations as her. And to the point of where she flew to California to be with a friend while she went through her chemo and, and stayed with her for a few weeks and was there to support her, uh, to encourage her, to let her know she's not alone. And even now we'll say, hey, Sheila, there's someone we know that just got diagnosed with cancer. Would you talk to them, please? Oh, sure, baby. I'll be glad to talk to them. And she'll just stop and drop everything she's doing and call them. Oh, it's just a um, an amazing, beautiful thing. And that's what happens when we're functioning in our gift. And, and it's all to, to fulfill the purpose that God has given us when we are honed in on our purpose, using our gift uh, to do the purpose, then it is a lot easier. We're not forcing anything. It just comes natural and to be that encourager, to uplift one another. I too had gone through just recently, um, you know, a time of just like, what do I do, Lord? This is, I know you gave me this to do, and that was T-Zone, and I've shared this with you, uh, but Transition Zone, and and, uh, God gave me this uh, last May to do um, the whole plan. I mean, it, it was totally God, just the way he laid it all out, gave me the vision, and it just flowed, and it's teaching youth. Uh, how to um, 
teaching them life skills and workforce skills and entrepreneurship and how to start their own businesses and how to go if they choose to get a job. What? How do you do that from beginning to end? How do I function on a job where there's a lot of gossip or where people are, you know, against me or how do I deal with that? What, what about etiquette? What, how do I do those things? So God has given me those things and laid it out and how I should do it and, and get and bless me with a wonderful team of people. Uh, cause it's not, you can't do it alone, you know, and God is blessing with a, a wonderful, wonderful group, uh, of, you know, lots of people that help and support in so many ways. And, um, but doors were being shut. Every door that I went for funding, uh, nope, can't help you. Nope, can't help you. Time after time after time. And these were people that were, you know, hey, these are people that can help you that I was told. These are people that will fund this. And every single one of them, at least about five, back to back, said no, 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 no. And I, I began to uh, wonder, Lord, you know what is is this it? <laughs> because we need the money to continue on. Um, you know, wh- what do we do? And the Lord said, continue on. And, and just like he told Paul, he told me, trust me and trust in what I'm going to give you to do and how I'm going to do this. And God said, because I'm going to get the glory. See, God will do it in a way that is so opposite of the way that the world will do it and so opposite in the way that we think it should be done. So God gave me something one day while um, cleaning out my granddaughter's closet or her cab, her uh, dresser here at our house. And she had all these beautiful clothes and in the closet. And I'm like, wow, Lord, I don't know who to give them to. You know, there's a lot of people that don't do dresses and all that. And then the Lord gave me a vision. And he said, start a store, gently used store for T-Zone. And the kids will be able to work the store. They'll be able to help to get an inventory. And it's going to help to teach them how to run their own business, how to work in a, in a company, all these things. And 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 now get started. <laughs> and he gave me the vision, gave me the tools, told me what to do. Many of you have been wonderful and blessing us and donating. And I was able to use some of those funds to go out and get racks. And I was getting orders in from Amazon every day. I mean, hangers and all the different things. And he says, now, I want you to use this little space here in the church. And uh, my mom was fine with it and uh, getting it together. So we're working on that. So we're looking to open uh, in March, uh, if not sooner. So getting the space ready. People have already started donating clothes and picking those up. So I, 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 it was just like this uh, re, uh, a sur- resurgence of energy and uh, outlook and vision. And then God had told me to write a letter or email to certain people uh, to ask them for funding to certain funders. And I did to about here recently till about six and I hadn't heard anything. And I was like, okay, I'll keep on going, keep on pressing on. And then finally I got an email from one (laughs) and it just, it was from uh, the gentleman, a gentleman at Kaufman foundation. And he responded and he said, I got your email. I apologize for the delay in getting back to you. And uh, I would like to set up a meeting with you. And I was like, yes. And you know, but see, Sometimes before we get to that point, it seems like doom and gloom. Not seems like it is. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you the truth. It can be very hard. 
Uh, but if we continue to press our way on trusting God, see, when we're trusting God, that means we're walking by faith and not by sight. So we're not doing it by what we see. We not what we see physically. We're doing it by what we see uh, spiritually, what God has shown us. It may not have manifested yet to where you can truly see it physically, but we've got to hold on to hope and continue to do, continue to persevere, even when it's not there, even when we're experiencing opposition, even when you got the naysayers, all of that. Continue to look at God and trust him and surround yourself with other like believers and constantly praying uh, and thanking God for what he is going to do and what he is doing. Be encouraged. All right. I know sometimes it's real, y'all. It's real. <laughs> but God is saying, I'm with you. I'll never leave you or forsake you. Trust me, he says. Don't trust in the system of this world. Don't trust in man. Trust in him. All right. Oh, glory to God. Now, the number one thing is to know him as your savior. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name. Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And I also forgot to mention that so many of you have given me <clears throat> contacts and said, hey, Jackie, apply for this grant. Hey, Jackie, I'm speaking to this person on your behalf. Those are the things that will happen as well. So I don't want to leave those folks out. Thank you so, so much. Now, please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B, like boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please check us out on TZoneKC.org. Learn more about what we're doing for the youth in the community or with the youth in the community and uh, become a partner. All right, Mighty Warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.